Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. We're almost through the second month of this year. But that doesn't mean that you should forget about those New Year's resolutions, your new goals, especially your skincare goals. Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results. And your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. I've been using this stuff. Look at me. Look at my face, Pace Case. You're glowing. How young do I look? Tell me. Tell me the number. That's a Pace Case glow. You look like a little baby. Thank you. That's the look I'm going for. And uh, I put this stuff on at night. <laughs> dimes eye cream and then they have a, a dewy day cream that i also use and this is the result i i've literally never used a moisturizer before mm -hmm. i've always had oily skin but now it's getting to that time and i made one of my new year's resolutions to be to do my skincare routine and i'm using the dewy day cream in the morning i keep it on the left using the restorative night cream i keep it on the right it's Bim, bam, boom. I know which one to use. And now my face is moisturized all the time and it's so nice. You look like a baby as well. Thank you. I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> a little slow. <laughs> but uh, this takes the guesswork out of the routine. So uh, this is part of the work system, the two moisturizers. There's also a sold out retinol alternative, the TBT cream. Uh, I can't wait to try that one as well. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This, this is, is the game, game of roses. Welcome to the game of roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues. Today is Monday, which means a couple of things. First and foremost, it means we've got a great episode coming tonight of our beloved game. I can't wait to dig into this. <sighs> We're going to get to see if the rest of the players on our team this season can uphold what Braden Bowers built. He is no longer in the game. Will they be able to deliver the same high-level performance that we can now uh, expect from someone like Braden? I hope. We'll find out. But that's not what we're here to do today. I think they will. I think they will, too. I, I think there's some players 
on the team that we haven't really got to see shine yet because Braden was taking up so mm-hmm. much of the spotlight. I think we're going to see some exactly. astounding stuff. But uh, right now, what we're about to talk about has nothing or very little to do, I should say, with this season of Bachelorette. It has to do with all the podcasts out there. This is Digging Deeper. We have uh, some incredible clips that Dark Seeker has gone to great lengths to cull from around the nation of all the various podcasts. We've got clips from Bachelor Happy Hour, the new happy hour, of course, with Grocery and Serener. Their guest was none other than (laughs) the Golden Bachelor himself, Gary Turner. Some interesting things to say yes. there. We got some clips from Bachelor Happy Hour, Almost Famous Crossover, talking about Ben Higgins, talking about uh, grocery and the drama of Bachelor Happy Hour and the changeover with the hosts. We, of course, have clips from Vial Files with guest Natalie Joy. And in these clips, the great one is revealing some very interesting tea. Definite contract violations going on all over the place. We also then have some clips from She's All Batch to round this out. And the guest was Sierra Jackson. You may remember her from Bachelor season 26. And uh, all I can say in these clips is every clip is a contract violation, a significant one. And uh, we are getting all kinds of tea about her rivalry with Cassidy Timbrooks. We are getting all kinds of tea about her time on Paradise and perhaps the true nature of Michael Alio. Which is not oh, uh, not necessarily on the up and up. So She's stick around. For Alio. Yeah, she is definitely coming for Alio. That's all at the end of this digging deeper. But let's get it started. Are you ready, Pace Case? I think so. I'm nervous. This is <laughs> digging deeper. All right, this first clip we got is coming to us from Bachelor Happy Hour from July nineteenth. The guest, again, was the Golden Bachelor, Goldini, the Golden One, whatever we want to call this guy. His real name is Gary Turner. In this first clip... You mean Oldini. Oldini, yes. Old Goldini. Gold Oldini. You tell me. Oldini. You tell me, is it Oldini or is it Goldini? (laughs) Or is it Gold Oldini or Old Goldini? You can put a beat to that. That's the Poetry Lounge. It truly is. In this first clip, uh, Gary reveals how he became the senior bachelor, and Grocery has a very interesting comment uh, in response. Here we go. The ad for the uh, senior bachelor uh, came on, and I looked at it, and my girl said, well, give it a try. And like I said, it was like I had nothing going socially. Kind of probably feeling sorry for myself a little bit. And I answered it. And, uh, you know, I got a call back. I had a few Zoom calls and so forth. Well, and of course, then it died because of COVID. So, okay. So, yeah, I guess this has been going on. Did you, so at, once COVID hit and it kind of just like died down, did you think that was it? I did. Yeah. Um, in fact, I, I recall, you know, kind of waiting and waiting. And, and I had a, a phone number for one of the producers at that time. And I finally... Uh, send him one last message. And I and I included a picture. And I said, who wants to be the first senior bachelor? This guy. And um, they. I think the message back was something like, um, okay, we've all been released from responsibility. It doesn't look like the project is going to happen now. And, and, and that was it. Got so it. then fast forward two plus years to February of this year. 
when I get a call. And I mean, that one was out of the blue. Yeah. But anyway, I get the call. Are you still interested? And at first I said, no, as I'm over it, I'm good to go. I'm fine. And the conversation kind of, quite honestly, I didn't want to hang up. I wanted to see, you know, how the conversation would develop and evolve. And, and lo and behold, I probably was pretty easy uh, to be talked into it. Got and, it. So, you know, so that was the slippery slopes. First so, you, step. so you got <laughs> produced. <laughs> it depends on who you wind up being and it depends on if you got produced. So you got produced. <laughs> Another classic. Yeah, he's full of them, obviously. But I just love this clip because it's like it really illustrates for any people out there who might want to come into the franchise as a player. Uh, sometimes you got to wait literal years. Sometimes there mm-hmm. are things that are so far out of anyone's control, like in this case, the lockdown and COVID, the pandemic. But they had their eyes on this guy for three fucking years. Yeah. And he just kind of stuck with it and was returning the calls and sending them calls. And that's kind of why, like, I feel like the age that you should apply should go down. I feel like we're like sweet spot for bachelorette is like 24, but I think maybe you want to just apply as soon as it's an idea. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's ever a bad thing to apply, even if you feel like you're a little young for whatever it may be. I mean, obviously this is senior bachelor, but that's also interesting. It means they were courting him when he was 68, which is very different yeah. than 71, at least on paper. You know what I mean? Once you cross that 70 mm-hmm. threshold, it's a different kind of thing. So uh, here, I just thought this was very interesting behind the scenes type stuff. Also that he sent a picture saying, who wants to be the senior bachelor? <laughs> this guy. It's the most grandfather joke ever. He is so consistent. I love it. It's like the tone of all of his threads. And I love his voice. I know he's talking. I'm definitely going to be doing impersonations of him because I love oh how God. his voice sounds. And he's just a very wholesome kind of guy. And uh, when those producers called me and I said, you know, I want to this guy. That's who me. I'm the guy. Clues, your old Dini is too good. I think it has to be stopped. No, it's chilling. I I just am looking so fucking forward to that season. But at any rate, just a little clip to get us warmed up here. I I mean, also, it's just like, it's kind of indicative of like his vibe going Mm -hmm. into the show. It's like, okay, he's talked into it, got produced. And also I'm like, I bet this guy didn't negotiate his salary. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. I I go two ways on that. It's like, maybe he didn't because he's naive to reality television. Also, he's 71 years old, whatever this guy has done in life. Like he's been through some shit. You know what I mean? And, and maybe he's at a point where he's like, I'm not going to let these fucking guys dick me around give me the money i don't know i'm curious and and we may never know that um but hopefully after he comes off the show we're going to get a lot of tea i think too like i know they've coached him the producers have in terms of his media appearances what he can and can't say and all that i got a Mm -hmm. sneaking feeling that's all going to go away once the show's over and he's doing like promotion for like after they've shot it and it's out and it's airing and he's going on all these different uh podcasts gonna wild out on social media yeah Oh, I don't know about on social media, but I think like when he goes on other podcasts and does interviews, I don't think he's necessarily going to like keep it close to the vest. I think this dude may let out some tea inadvertently. Oh, I'm curious. Yeah, me too. Um, But let's move on to this next clip. In this clip, we got Gary discussing his uh, feelings about going into the show 
and his unusual lack of nervousness. Here we go. What I'm most nervous about, you know, people have asked me so many times, are you nervous that, and I've said, no, I'm really not, that I'm beginning to think I'm super naive and I need to be more nervous. But I'm more nervous about stepping on a rake and breaking my nose here at home (laughs) than I am anything about the show. It doesn't make me nervous. It makes me excited. I feel energized. Um, I can't wait, of course, but but I I'm not feeling too nervous about. It. Oh my god! <laughs> Is this a clip from uh, Christopher Rogers' the "I'm Your Neighbor" show? Literally, is this, this The Bachelor? Yeah, I'm more nervous about stepping on a rake and breaking my nose around the house. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's something that happens in like a fucking Roadrunner cartoon. He step on a rake. He is a cartoon. <laughs> I know. But it's also just like the most wholesome like household accident you could have, you know, it's <laughs> which no one ever does. It's reeking of yeah. wholesome. It is, in- it is insane. But he's not nervous. And I think, or at least that's what he's saying here. If we can believe him. I think this kind of goes back to what I was saying. As long as there's no rakes, maybe on his season, they just put a bunch of rakes around him. They're like, that's your fear. That's a group date. (laughs) Rake challenge. (laughs) What's your biggest fear? Stepping on a rake around the household. The thing that I think is interesting about him saying he's not nervous, if, if it's to be believed, is kind of what we were talking about earlier. Like, the man is 71 years old. Nervous about what? The, I mean, he's gone through a life. He has children. He has grandchildren. Right. He is a widower. Um, he's seen so much. Like, what is a reality show to him other than just kind of like a fun experience? You know, when I first saw his picture, I was like, wait, is, is it Chris Souls? Is Chris Souls the next picture? <laughs> and now hearing him, I'm like, oh my God, it is, it's, uh, it's giving souls. They're from the same area. I, be- I believe he lives now in Indiana. Uh, but I think he's from Iowa, which is where Chris Souls is. Oh, that makes sense. Then. So maybe they got a little bit of a similar accent. But those mm-hmm. were our first two clips, just getting you warmed up for the things to come. Up next, we have a clip from Bachelor Happy Hour Almost Famous Crossover Part 2. This was an episode that aired on July 13th. In this first clip, Ben Higgins, you might know him, reveals a secret Mm -hmm. about the possibility of him having been The Bachelor for a second season. Clues, I quit bras during the pandemic. I said, no more. They're not comfortable. I'm being comfy as a lifestyle. Um, And I couldn't picture a bra that would exist that I would want to wear. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. They don't have underwire, they don't have bulky fabrics, and they are so soft. Basically feels like a second skin, which is the only type of bra I will be wearing in the year of our gore 2024. Mm -hmm. I got the crossover bra, the black runway one. It has this cute like mesh that adds peekaboo mesh that adds this very sexy touch. So it's like doesn't look like it's, you know, a comfortable bra, but it is. And I guess I'm a broad person again, it turns out. Well, congrats, Pace Case. I know it's a big step for you. Right Mm -hmm. now, you can treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash roses. Use that exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash roses. After you purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. 
please support Game of Roses and tell them we sent you. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? I always am. Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the U.S. uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to Canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, everybody listening to Game of Roses can use the code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Clues, I gotta be honest, I didn't know much about wine until we got First Leaf as a sponsor. And this is a wine club. Love to be in a club. They have amazing wines and exclusive perks. This is First Leaf membership. I filled out the quiz. I answered these questions. They sent me the things that were tailor-suited to me, including the Dita Akello 2022 Mm. Shiraz Rosé from Southeastern Australia. Shiraz. Rosé all day, baby. It's one of my favorite types of wine. When you're celebrating, you know, February, the month of love, I love to have it. It'll be even better for springtime. Rosé is the color of spring, I always say. But I'm thankful to First Leaf that I got to try it. With First Leaf, you get to choose when you want your box delivered and how often you get new assortments of wine. You get to be part of that wine club Pace Case was talking about, which is going to give you access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want wine pairing advice, you want to talk about the wines you're getting in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get that member exclusive pricing on every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Here we go. Mm. Uh, It's been a really fun journey. And I think if you listen back at the beginning, you know, we were both single and trying to figure it out. And then... You know, at the same time, I was thinking about going back on the show. Nobody really knows that. But I was at some moment in my life, like when I was single again, going, should I go back to be The Bachelor? Like, Wait, is this, are you breaking they news ever, on their did, podcast and not ours? Did they ask you I've to double about this duty on our it? podcast before. Remember, they, they asked, asked me, you to do it back to back seasons or not oh, skip a season, season, skip a season. It, yeah. it was it. I don't know if it was ever an official ask, but it was a, hey, are you interested? Would you ever consider it? And okay, okay, okay. So it wasn't like you were in the room about there was there wasn't a contract yet, but there yeah, was okay. there was a mention. Yeah. Ashley, just a professional journalist. Why are you sharing this not on our podcast? <laughs> yeah, it is kind of on their podcast though. This this was yeah. um, last week or 
week and a half ago. What does she mean if it's a crossover? I think she's just giving him shit. But the the information that's coming out here is Ben Higgins was at least contacted by producers with the possibility of being The Bachelor again. I mean, Mm -hmm. my mind is just fucking spinning. He said it was not back-to-back seasons. Well, it must have been when he broke up with Lauren, like, what, a year and a half later? Two years? Yeah-ish. So it probably would have been instead of season 22. Instead of Ari Lyon Dyke or Colton Underwood, we Mm. could have gotten a Ben Higgins too. Now, I don't know uh, how I feel about that, honestly. I've been searching my feelings since I heard this clip. It's a Bachelor alternate universe. Yes, it is. Like, who does he end up with on an Ari season or a Colton season? Or do they even cast the same players? I mean, that might have restructured everything. You know, who knows? Mm. But if we don't get Colton Underwood, we probably don't get the fence jump, which means we probably don't get everything that comes after it. If we don't get Ari Lyondike, we probably don't get Becca Kufrin in the same way that we got Becca Kufrin. So we don't get a tropical yeah, royale. No. It it upends really the the kind of modern mythology of our beloved game, but who knows? We don't have the Lyondike twins. God, there's no Alessi. There's no fetus who was born with three hundred thousand Instagram followers. All that said though, who knows what else we could have gotten out of it? That would have been the only other bachelor to do two lead seasons uh in addition Mm -hmm. to brad womack and ben higgins has always been rated by the nation as one of the top rated bachelors i do think it would have kicked our beloved game into a little bit more of a a stronger christian era not that the christian influence isn't constantly in the game it is but totally to have a a super christian lead come back like that again that would have replaced ari lion dyke yeah when ari ari's an an atheist atheist. and colton uh, he talks about faith and stuff, but not in the same way Ben Higgins did. Um, would have been a very different landscape, I think, in our beloved game. Weird to think about. I'm Now I'm trying to think about who would be the ring winner. Who do you think he, Ben would have picked from Ari's or Colton's? I really don't know. It's hard to say. I think Hannah Godwin. There are some players that like Tasha, Hannah Godwin. They're just like superstars. I think throw them in any season and they're making it to the playoffs. Hannah Brown, although she didn't make it to the playoffs, but... Uh, I think Hannah Brown would have been, um, how do you say, too much for him to handle. I don't think like he, she's like too big, as she herself said, too bold uh, for Ben Higgins. I think he likes somebody who's a little more subdued. I'm thinking Lauren Leyendike, um probably would have done well with him. Totally. Something in that range. Yeah. But I'm not sure. Food for thought. And it is food we will be having in our thoughts Mm. for probably the rest of our lives, at least for the rest of mine. That's how the pit works. Let's move on. We got another clip from uh, (laughs) Almost Famous Bachelor Happy Hour crossover. This was from part one of that series, also aired on July 13th. In this clip, Ashley Iaconetti gets grocery to discuss the drama of the host switch at Bachelor Happy Hour and his current relationship with Becca Kufrin. This is a good one. Here we go. I want to talk to you guys about happy hour for a second. There's a little drama over the fact that Michelle and Becca weren't exactly like they, they didn't like the way that it was handled where they were kind of pushed aside and you guys were brought in as hosts. Can you tell us behind the scenes how that all went down? Sure. Um, I don't know exactly how it went down as far as the show and them as far like I, when we got offered the job, Mm-hmm. I called Becca and okay. let her know because mm-hmm. we were both kind of under the impression that all the podcasts were done. I was part of clickbait for 
almost three years. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of like let her know. And she was honestly, she said nothing but nice things. She was like, I'm very happy for you. Like if I was in your position, I would definitely take it. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as our relationship goes, we're, we're on great terms. So clickbait. That's is what I'm getting out of this clip. Yeah. <laughs> I was on clickbait for, uh, you know, about three years. My impersonation of him is just going crazy now. I, I have to rein it in. It's I have going to rein it in. so left. I like it. It's <laughs> yeah. so sloppy. I was on clickbait for <laughs> three years. Um, okay. No, I'll, I'll try to, to rein it in a little bit. Make it. Yeah, got produced. That sounds like somebody got produced. All right. Uh Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Um... He was on clickbait for three years. It does sound like, at least from this clip, that he believed all of these podcasts were fucking dead, including clickbait, which is now still dead. He named it, said he was on it for three years, thought they were all dead. And it's almost like they're taking the spare parts from clickbait, which is Grocery and Serena, to patch together this Frankenstein's monster of the new happy hour. Do you think this was a plan from the beginning? Like, we have three and we need to get it down to one? Hell no. I don't think any of this shit was planned. <laughs> I don't think these motherfuckers were thinking about where their next foot was going to go as they were walking. Like, I think people were getting fired. People were leaving in mass from The Bachelor over this past year. And I think all the podcasts were a fucking literal afterthought. I don't, I think like probably Becca Kufrin and Grocery and Serena were like hitting up their producers who were getting fired. And eventually they just got like, you know, an email address or something of somebody above them was like, Hey, uh, should we still be doing this show? And they were like, Oh fuck those podcasts. What are we going to do? I feel like that's how it went down. Depends what podcast you'll wind up being. It, it still to me even seems like an afterthought, like the grocery and Serena version of happy hour is just not, I don't know how to exactly say it. It's just like looser. It's not like, and I know that they're not like at the level of podcast hosts that Becca Kufrin was or Michelle Young or Rachel Lindsay. Michelle Young was like getting her chops. I would say she was kind of newest to that game. But if you go back and listen to those happy hours when like when it was uh, Rachel Lindsay and Becca Kufrin and they were like at the top of their fucking game. Mm-hmm. These are two seasoned fucking broadcasting professionals at that point running a really tight mm-hmm. fucking podcast. And you can agree with them or disagree with them about whatever they're saying about anything, but the quality of their work is fucking undeniable. 
uh, now it's fucking just grocery and Serena talking about Maybelline ads and shit and how they're bad actors. And it's like, what am I even fucking listening to? Nonetheless, I digress. <laughs> I, I go too hard on, on grocery and Serena, but, um, I, I think it's interesting too, that he's talking about how, you know, he called Kufrin and she was like, yeah, you got to take this job again, seasoned professional, mm-hmm. no hard feelings type shit. Like, I get it. Yeah. The, the franchise is a fucking big asshole, but like you have this opportunity, you have to take it, do what you can with it. And so supposedly they're they're still on good mm-hmm. terms or friendly or whatever, which I thought was good. Yeah, I mean, you forget their ex exes. I mean, are they? She saw a grocery for all of about <laughs> five minutes on her thing. Did he even get one on one time? I can't remember, but I don't think so. He turtled, I think. Everyone I've ever talked to is an ex. <laughs> right. Because there's there's potential. It's like Ben Higgins was going to be the bachelor. Look, I, they didn't give me an official offer, but it was it's a possibility. It was a possibility. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, let's move on now to the main course, which is, of course, those luscious vile files. Now. You're literally putting your hands together like a cartoon villain. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> About to eat a meal. <laughs> I literally am, but I am. I feel like I am about to be nourished. I'm about to be fed by the Great One and all of his his luscious tids. Feed us, Daddy. Isn't that what the kids say? What kids? The, um, the youths. They're like, feed us. We got fed. Maybe. Mommy, Daddy. I guess I don't have enough dealings with them to know. But uh, I'll take your word for it. Um, so, Baby girl, please. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I've, I've gone from grandpa clues to baby girl clues in the span of a day. I love it. That is the dark energy of the pit. It can change your uh, identity immediately. So, in this first clip from the Vial Files with guest Natalie Joy from July 11th. Speaking of grandpas and baby girls. Oh, nice! I see what you did there. In this first clip, the Great One reveals the producing practices behind something that we all know and love, the I Loved Cleveland. This is a definite contract violation. This is definitely the great one going into his tea cellar. I hope you enjoy. Here we go. If you want to hear these Vial Files clips, and you probably do, there is a massive amount of tea in them. And... You want to get access to our live show that we do half an hour before every game. Our Discord where you can submit your screams to be played on Twibbit. Pace Cases Palapa. Clues' Corner. Ad-free episodes. The back catalog and all the Digging Deepers we've ever done. You just go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. Join us in the bottom of the pit and you will get everything that exists there. Hope to see you soon in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit can get it in and dig around in all this content it's the pit come on admit you want to eat up all these tasty tidbits it's the pit there's room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in it's the pit you can get it in Dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit. There's room enough to fit 
Everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit.